1: Welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to continue our discussion about strategies for testing and developing new marketing channels, and we're going to focus specifically on the up-and-coming social media channel, TikTok. Joining us again today is Amin Bentahar, who is the Chief Digital and Marketing Officer of Advantix Digital, which is a rapidly growing full-service digital marketing agency with competence in web development, search engine optimization, paid search marketing, social media management, and creative production services. And today, Amin and I are going to talk about how to use TikTok as a marketing channel. Okay, here's my interview with Amin Bentahar, Chief Digital and Marketing Officer at Advantix Digital. Amin, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you, Ben. Always nice to be back. It's great to have you back on the show. Yesterday, we talked about how to develop new channels, and a lot of our conversation was focused on social media and how those are the channels that tend to pop up and then go away sometimes, but you can really get a first mover advantage when a social media channel is developing by focusing on organic content. And when I asked you about what the most popular social media channels are, you said that TikTok is the biggest up and comer. Uh, Tell me a little bit about TikTok. What do marketers not know about that? And why is it such an important channel?
2: So uh, TikTok is a mobile app for creating and sharing short videos ranging from 3 to 15 seconds. When it first was founded, it was called Musical.ly, and then a Chinese group bought it and rebranded it into TikTok. And today, TikTok has over 800 million installations globally, 500 million monthly active users, 26 million users here in the U.S. alone. Most of the U.S. users are actually under the age of 24, so it's a great channel to target millennials and also Gen Z.
1: So it's obviously a large and developing channel. Tell me a little bit about the history of TikTok. I feel like I've heard of it a few times. I'm not a TikTok user. Maybe I'm getting too old for the new social media channels. Oh man, my hair is falling out. (laughs) But give me a little background on how TikTok became such a big platform.
2: Sure. So again, when it was founded as Musical.ly, it was mainly built for people to upload videos of them lip syncing, and it took off it was kind of people like to upload videos of themselves, trying to lip sync into songs that they like or things of that nature. And then when it got acquired, it got rebranded into TikTok. Then it started expanding into doing a little bit more than just lip syncing. And now we see videos of up and coming comedians or people, honestly, all kinds of videos are now available on TikTok. And the key here is, can make them short and fun and they have so many filters that you can choose from and that's the reason why it really took off is the ability of even if you were not a good videographer a person who's really good at creating videos with all the filters and all the technology that tiktok has it will make somebody like me who's extremely average at taking videos and making me look really really good
1: this feels very much to me like what vine is the platform that twitter bought which was i think 12 second videos that played on a loop it seems like this concept of short form videos has come and then the platform goes away and then it comes back again. How is this different than some of the other platforms we've seen?
2: I think really the way I describe TikTok is Vine meeting Snapchat, right? Think of it that way, where you have all of the filters that Snapchat were kind of one of the first ones really to come up with some really cool filters, while you have the technology of the video behind that Vine did. And that, to me, was an amazing mix that's appealing extremely well to the teens and to the Gen Z and also to the millennials. And I think, again, its adoption is faster than a lot of the other media social channels that have been around, and I know they are gone, but I feel I don't see this one going away anytime soon. In fact, I wouldn't be shocked if we talk next year to tell you that we went from 26 million users to 100 million users because now you are also seeing celebrities and Jimmy Fallon did an entire challenge that was only available on TikTok. So you're starting to see more and more even adults adopting the technology so that they can appeal to this younger demographic.
1: So the platform is being targeted or being adopted by the younger market. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, Half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well... Tell me how it's being adopted by companies. Where are brands seeing success using TikTok as a marketing channel?
2: So brands can use TikTok, I would say, in three different ways. The first one is that they can create their own channels and upload relevant videos through their channel. The second one is that they can work with influencers like Instagram or, any, or Snapchat or any other channels. And then they can spread their content to a broader audience working with those influencers. And then the third way that brands are leveraging the platform today is that they're advertising on it. One of the first brands that actually really saw potential in it was Grubhub. They were, I think, the first brand to ever advertise on TikTok.
1: So that brings the question of does TikTok have an advertising platform? Is this a pay-to-play channel or you're still able to cultivate an organic following?
2: You can still cultivate an organic following, but they have introduced advertising. Again, they were testing with Grubhub, and then we were actually lucky being one of the first agencies to even test their self-service platform. Still in beta, they have not rolled it out everywhere or it's not available to everyone. But you can either run in-feed native videos, you can do brand takeover, you can advertise hashtag challenges, and they also have like similar to the Snapchat style 2D lens filters for photos, so they also have the ability for you to advertise that way. But yes, you have the ability to still grow and cultivate your presence organically, but also through paid channels.
1: So what type of performance metrics are you seeing? Is there an average CPA or how do you compare the efficiency of TikTok as a marketing channels to the Facebooks of the world or some of the more mature social media channels? So since
2: TikTok is really, at least from an advertising perspective, it's still really in its infancy stages and many brands are not even looking at it yet. There is a very low competition in the auction, which, for example, for us, we see a 25 cents more efficient CPM than what we bought. So let's say we bought an eight dollar CPM, we actually ended up spending seven point seventy five dollars CPM. So that's just again due to the low competition. But in terms of the targeting and the engagement and even the sales, we felt the lift in sales for that e-commerce brands that we did tests with that were targeting millennials in Canada.
1: So let me ask a question about the bidding mechanism on TikTok. You mentioned that you're getting your bids for $0.25 lower than what you're placing. Is it an auction? Are you setting a maximum bid? And no matter what you set your maximum bid, you're coming in below that? What do you mean by $0.25 less than what your bid is?
2: For a campaign, for example, that we recently ran in Canada, we wanted to bid $8 for CPM, for thousand impressions. And because of the low competition, for example, in the Canadian market, Even though we were bidding aggressively so that we can dominate the market, when we got the report in, we realized that we actually spent $7.75 because, again, there isn't a lot of competition, and we were still able to target all of the target audiences that we were going after. And it is a biddable ad model, pretty much. That's how they work.
1: Okay, so everything is bid on a CPM. And what you're saying is when you were trying to buy all of the inventory or as much inventory as you can, by using essentially an inflated bid, TikTok didn't take all of the money because there wasn't enough competition to drive the price up.
2: Pretty much. And also just also as an FYI, you do have three action models. So you can either do cost per click, cost CPM or cost per view, which is six seconds. So every time somebody views your video more than six seconds, then they will charge you a fee for that.
1: So how do you benchmark the performance of tiktok to channels that everybody sort of understands are you seeing that the cpas are higher lower than facebook should this be something that marketers should be investing more budget because it's more efficient or is this just an additional way to scale
2: we actually i won't say take money away from channels that are really working for you and put those dollars on tiktok but it's definitely another channel that you can leverage to scale and the metrics for us speaks for themselves it's lower cost per acquisition, whether we are on ads using a CPC, CPM, or CPV model, we are always, you know, TikTok, especially again, targeting the millennials and the Gen Z. And when you compare those demographics, some of the other channels where we're running ads on, including the Facebooks of the world and the Instagrams, TikTok has been outperforming those two.
1: Interesting. It's one of the things that I think is important to realize when you're cultivating a new channel There's a couple of different factors at play. One, how much inventory is, how many impressions can you get, how effective are those impressions, and what's the competition, right? Because that impacts what you actually have to pay for them. Any advice in terms of content when you're thinking about testing TikTok or what do marketers need to know about ways to get their first TikTok campaigns up and running?
2: So again, remember how was TikTok founded, right? So it was lip-syncing, Now, a lot of people are sharing contents of them dancing. And so it's all about fun. So unless you're going to be producing fun content, people are not going to be engaging with your content. So make sure you're fun. And again, leverage the influencers that are out there. There are a lot of guys that are doing fantastic and creating a lot of good content. And then the third thing, and I know I've said that even earlier in the earlier episode is stay authentic. Don't try to be a brand that you are not. And I think, again, the younger generation or the Gen Z and the millennials are really smart about how they consume the content. They know what they want. They understand that you're trying too hard. So make sure that you stay as authentic as possible, leverage influencers, and remember what the app is all about. Don't try to be creative and make it more serious than what it is. It's all about having fun.
1: Keep it light. Keep it fun. Keep your bids low. Test the channel. Give yourself some time. I mean, appreciate you walking us through how to use TikToks. Any last words before we let you go?
2: Well, thank you so much, Ben, again for having me. I really enjoyed our conversation. I think digital marketing and social media changes every day. I know that if we get the chance to talk again in a year from now, there'll be another TikTok.
1: Well, hopefully it's not a year from now. Hopefully it's a little sooner, but thank you for being a guest on the show. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks again to Amin Bentahar, the Chief Digital and Marketing Officer at Advantix Digital, for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Amin, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send him a tweet. His handle is a bentahar1, a b e n t i h a r1, or you could visit his company's website, which is advantixdigital.com, a d v a n t i x digital.com. Just one link in our show notes I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, don't worry about it. Just head over to martechpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes, the contact information for our guests. You can sign up for our once-a-week newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can also reach out on social media. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P, on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy.